Hey, welcome to the Celeb News Ride Home for Wednesday, March 4th, 2020. Me? Well, I'm just your host, Kate Raft. You know, one of my favorite things to do when I'm stressed is to just, just nosedive into a mountain of celebrity gossip. Like, if I could just have a room in my house that was just like filled ceiling to floor with like, you know, tabloids from the late 90s until now, like that, I would Scrooge McDuck like dive into that room. That would be my perfect life. Am I rambling now? All right, let's get to today's topics, okay? Enough of me rambling, okay? Courtney Stodden opens up about being groomed to be a child bride. MTV is saying Misha Barton is too boring to be on the next season of The Hills. Laura Dern's goldfish died. Trisha Paytas is quitting YouTube. Ronan Farrow spoke out about his father Woody Allen's book deal with the same publisher that released his book. And finally, Harry Styles opened up about getting robbed at gunpoint, and we're going to listen to some of the clips of him talking about it on Stern. Here's what you missed today in the world of celebrity news. Just a heads up, this next topic is about sexual misconduct with a minor. Courtney Stodden is officially legally divorced from her ex-husband, Doug Hutchison. I like to call him Doug. Welcome to this toilet called Tinseltown, Hutchison. Welcome to this toilet called Tinseltown, folks. To commemorate the official legal divorce date with her ex, who married her when she was only 16 years old. God, he was 50. So messed up. Anyway, to commemorate the divorce, Courtney took to Instagram and she wrote an empowering essay alongside a photo of them from the day they got married, which is just, it's a cringy photo because, guys, she's 16 in it. That's, anyway. Courtney wrote, quote, I look back at this picture and feel absolutely taken advantage of. I've been scared to even speak up about feeling groomed or being verbally abused during the almost 10-year marriage because I was a child and he was 50 when we married. But I'm a woman now and it's time for me to put my big girl pants on and speak on this matter. End quote. God, that's so heartbreaking. I just, I can't believe her parents signed off on her getting married to a 50-year-old when she was just 16. That is truly one of the wildest, most upsetting things I've ever had to wrap my brain around. Like, I think about it a lot. I think about Courtney Stodden's parents a lot. Every day, I have an imaginary conversation in my head where I just go up to Courtney's mom and I just shake her and I'm like, how dare you? Why did you do this to Courtney? I just love Courtney Stodden so much. It's like, I feel very protective over her. Um, in her post, Courtney also teased that she's going to be coming out with a book, which I'm definitely going to be reading. I reported a few weeks ago that Doug also has his book coming out. That's where the toilet called Tinseltown soundbite comes from, because that was in the trailer for his dumb book. Welcome to this toilet called Tinseltown, folks. Anyway, I I do kind of also want to read Doug's book, but I don't want to give him my money because I think he's a creep. It's going to be a tough decision. Maybe I'll try to get it for free somehow. Anyway, Courtney closed out her Instagram message by addressing Doug directly. She wrote, quote, and to Doug, I'll always love you, yet I'll always be angry. You've left me, a child woman, feeling belittled and confused. These things I shall overcome. I wish you well, but please don't ever do this to another minor again. It's not right. Even if a parent signs off. Wait a respectable amount of time before marrying. Children aren't on your level. I'll always love you regardless. End quote. 
Ugh, devastating. So Misha Barton is not coming back for season two of the Hills reality show reboot because according to sources close to production, she's just like too boring. I think this is really funny. I mean, it's good for Misha Barton because being too boring to be on a reality show is literally one of the vital signs of mental health. So it definitely bodes well for her that she's too boring to be on the Hills. I mean, it's kind of sad for her bank account, I guess, but it's it's good for her general well-being. Like people, if you are trying to be a healthy person, you should not go on a reality show. That's just my advice. Okay. TMZ covered this writing, quote, sources familiar with the production tell TMZ Misha wasn't asked to come back for the new season of The Hills New Beginnings. In fact, we're told she's the only one who isn't returning to her reprise her role. Everyone else is slated to make a comeback. End quote. TMZ continued saying, quote, the reason our sources say producers found Misha's storyline a little bit bland and her personality a little boring. Bottom line, she wasn't bringing much drama to the show. End quote. Also in the same article, TMZ mentioned that Brody Jenner got a raise and he's now getting $50,000 an episode. What? Like, that's so much money, Brody. Who's your agent? And can they sign me? I promise my mental state coupled with crippling anxiety and insecurity is the perfect cocktail to become an MTV reality star. Come on, my DMs are open. Hit me up. I could take Misha's spot. Laura Dern's goldfish died, everybody. Laura Dern's goldfish died. And we have to take a moment of silence, okay, because Laura Dern's goldfish was 14 years old. 14 years old. A goldfish. I mean, I'm, I mean, that's, that's devastating. Goldfish? A goldfish living 14 years? That's like, that's like a human living a thousand years. Like, it's impossible. I'm pretty sure it's never happened. I've done no research at all, but... I'm pretty sure Laura Dern had the longest living goldfish. And and we should all send her our condolences. Laura posted about the tragic loss on her Instagram. She said, quote, RIP to our amazing goldfish we loved so much. 14 years. End quote. Rest in paradise, goldfish. I don't know your name. I don't know if you even had a name. But you were around for 14 years. And that is a long time. Okay, that's quite a long time. Okay, so I have no idea if this is real or not because it's about Trisha Paytas, who I do not trust at all, but apparently famous YouTuber Trisha Paytas is quitting YouTube. At least that's what some of the headlines are saying today. She posted a video about the whole thing. I'll play you like a little clip of it here. So first and foremost, um, quitting YouTube, retiring from YouTube. I posted on my Patreon that I am quitting YouTube and that is not really a lie. It's YouTube is no longer my priority. So this is for the first time in my life that I've ever said that where YouTube is just not a priority and it's for a multitude of reasons. I've always said like I will never stop doing YouTube and that is 100% truth. I like the platform, I like watching it, I like when I get inspired to do videos, like I'll do videos, 
but I don't want to I was stressing about it like what am I gonna do what am I gonna make I have to post every single day like I was stressing about it I definitely wasn't making this was my lowest form of income so there was definitely no money motivation as far as views there wasn't really view motivation so basically she's saying she's gonna focus more on TikTok and OnlyFans because she makes more money from that and that she's still gonna do YouTube as a hobby but she's stopping posting every day to her YouTube channel she also said she's gonna focus on her podcast that she's been working on I personally think that she'll probably go back on this and continue posting every day to YouTube at some point just because she does just say these big declarative things and then she will change her mind about them. Sometimes she just says things for clout. Like I said before, I can't trust Trisha Paytas. She does so many publicity stunts. Like, remember that time she married someone? She was like, I'm getting married. And she posted all these teasers about her marriage. And then she ended up like it was a wedding between her and a cardboard cutout of Brad Pitt. Like, that's this is who we're working with here. So take everything she says with a grain of salt. Anyway, if you're a big Trisha Paytas YouTube fan, this might be a hard day for you. I don't know. I, I don't know. We all want to do the right thing and keep our bodies healthy in the long run, you know, but even if we like sign up for the goop cruise and we only eat moon juice and like we fill our bodies with like just a mound of kale, that's probably not enough. You're probably not going to get all of the essential nutrients you need on a daily basis. Enter Ritual. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food, all in their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm than good to your body. I definitely love taking my Ritual vitamins. I take them every morning after I have my coffee. It makes me feel like I'm taking care of my body and like I'm being responsible and an adult. It just makes me feel like I'm not such a trash can of a human being. It really does make me feel like I'm getting my life together. I love Ritual because they're traceable and transparent. If you're an obsessive label reader, all of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see. I'm talking transparency, baby. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash celeb. That's a ritual.com slash celeb. Let's face it. People have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com 
So on Valentine's Day, Harry Styles got robbed at gunpoint. And on Monday, he went on Howard Stern's show and finally got a chance to tell the whole story in his own words. I'm just going to play you some clips from the interview. Let's let's go through it really quick. So I crossed the street and then they crossed the street. And I'm like, oh, for sake. This is bad. And then I crossed the street again and then they crossed the street again. And I'm like, oh, for sake. I think I'm about to get robbed. So the guy's like, hey, can we talk to you for a minute? And there's nobody around. So I'm like... Is your heart pounding? Yeah, yeah. a bit. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, sure. And uh, he's like, do you smoke weed? And I said, no. And he goes, do you want some weed? And I thought, no. And then he was like, what have you got on you? And they all kind of gathered around me. This was a little, something I've been a little bit pissed off about is because uh, I've filed a police report, so then obviously it goes in the press and everything. Right. And they wrote that there was only one guy, so I'd like to clarify there was more than one guy. And just so everybody knows, there was more than one guy. It wasn't just one guy. He was surrounded. That actually sounds insanely scary. So, oof. The story starts escalating when one of the people robbing him asks him to pull out his phone. The guy's like, okay, unlock your phone. And uh, the other one, like, pulls his shirt up and he's got, like, a knife sticking in his in his pants. I was like, sh- and I'm kind of thinking, like, do I? I just said, like, I can't. So Harry Styles doesn't end up unlocking his phone. He manages to get away. He just takes off running. I love the part of the interview where he talks about how he says, usually when I'm out and I'm walking, I'm wearing running shoes or like workout clothes. But he admitted that he was wearing corduroy flares and some nice shoes. So when he had to run for his life, he just like was in uncomfortable shoes while doing it. Honestly, this whole thing sounds so scary. I'm really glad that Harry Styles is okay. I'd also love to see a pic of his corduroy flares outfit. It sounds really cute. Harry, you're a hero. Sorry you had to go through this on Valentine's Day of all days. Ugh, that sucks. Just a heads up, this next topic is about Woody Allen and all of that Woody Allen stuff that's going on. Okay, so yesterday we talked about Woody Allen's upcoming book deal with Hatchet's Grand Central Publishing and how Dylan Farrow spoke out against it and maintains that he sexually abused her when she was a child. Now Dylan's brother, Ronan Farrow, whose book Catch and Kill was released through the same publisher, Hatchet, is speaking out as well. Ronan made his statement to the publisher via an email exchange with Michael Peach, who's the chief exec of Hatchet. The New York Times obtained those emails and published them. Ronan wrote, quote, your policy of editorial independence among your imprints does not relieve you of your moral and professional obligations as the publisher of Catch and Kill. And as the leader of a company being asked to assist in efforts by abusive men to whitewash their crimes, Ronan continued writing, quote, as you and I worked on Catch and Kill, a book in part about the damage Woody Allen did to my family, you were secretly planning to publish a book by the person who committed those acts of sexual abuse. Obviously, I can't in good conscience work with you anymore. Imagine if this were your sister, end quote. The New York Times spoke with Mr. Peach, who pretty much defended their choice to publish Woody's book. He said, quote, Grand Central Publishing believes strongly that there's a large audience that wants to hear the story of Woody Allen's life as told by Woody Allen himself. That's what they've chosen to publish. End quote. Ugh, God, I hate this. 
All right. Well, that's our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to Celeb News Ride Home. I've been your host, Kate Raft. You can follow me at Kate Raft on everything. Thanks to Ride Home Media and to my co-producer and engineer, Jack Allison. You can follow the show at Celeb Ride Home on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, my God. Yesterday, my friend Chelsea Laura sent me a picture of Florence Pugh's dad, and he has the same face as her boyfriend Zach Braff and I can't unsee it I can't stop thinking about it my brain is just like stuck on this loop I'm just like this one sentence is going over and over into my mind and it's the sentence is just Florence Pugh's dad has the same face as Zach Braff Ah, ah!" it's truly terrifying and it makes me upset Florence Pugh when are you gonna leave him when are you gonna leave Zach Braff ugh It really vexes me. This whole thing vexes me. Anyway, I'll be back tomorrow. See you tomorrow. We've got a brand new show tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to try to find some zen when it comes to thoughts about Florence Pugh's dad's face. But until then, I'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Bye.